0: Welcome to another episode of the No Silence Podcast. I am Tyler Metcalf, joined as always by Tyler Rucker. Rucker, how are we doing?
1: It's party time, ladies and gentlemen. We've had we're on live on YouTube. Some fans were in here early saying, Where are these guys at? Well, we're here. And <laughs> you should see that this one's gonna be a big one. It's gonna get nasty. I'm fired up, Metcalf. How are you doing, sir? I am exhausted. I've had a day, but I, I I'm pumped
0: for this. What um, better thing
1: to do <laughs> exactly. than a mock draft
0: I'm, if you're exhausted? Uh, I I I cannot wait. Um, yeah. So we 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 got like our weirdly our first big snowfall last night. We got like five ish inches of snow overnight. Um, so you know, it was up at. Crack dawn, or Well, well before the crack of dawn to uh, shovel so my wife could get out of the driveway and get to work. Uh, during that process, my phone decided to fall out of my pocket into the snow. Um, so, you know, I'm inside for like half an hour having my coffee, my cereal, I'm like, where's my phone? So I'm wandering the house for 20 minutes, can't find it go on my computer to do the find my iPhone thing. It's, you know, the, the little circles like in my side yard. I'm like, that's weird. But how accurate is this thing? Click the make sound thing walking around the house not hearing anything go outside and just hear this like faint dinging I'm like oh no I have to get the shovel start shoveling the side of the yard to try and find it in the big snow pile and eventually do no damage sh- sh- shout out apple for uh just really sound construction that should be a commercial right there you know yeah. can withstand
1: the snow <laughs> unbelievable
0: yeah that sounds like a heck of so a that's day how my right day there. started um, but we're gonna have some fun today. I mean, I'm excited for this. Uh, Rucker w- wasn't allowed to, uh, or wasn't able to be part of our um, team mock draft that went up at NoCeansNBA.com this week. So we decided to have a little fun today on the pod and do a mock draft of our own. Uh, we're just gonna go back and forth with picks. We did do a tankathon sim earlier today, and I absolutely hate the results of it. It's um, terrible. So this will get ugly. Um. Just to run through like the lottery picks here, um, we have Toronto first, Spurs second, Atlanta third, Washington fourth, Detroit fifth, Charlotte sixth, Portland seventh, Memphis eighth, uh, Houston ninth, OKC 10 and 11, Chicago 12, Portland 13, and New Orleans 14. It's gonna get ugly, it's gonna get weird. Um, I desperately Really didn't want to make this first pick, but Rucker was, you know, the the, the utmost gentleman and uh, is making me. So let's just kick it off. Dive right in. Um, two names for me here, uh, specifically for the Raptors that make sense to me are Zachary Risa Shea and Alexander Saar. First pick, um, I'm going with a guy that I think kind of compliments uh, Scotty Barnes, compliments Emmanuel Quickly, RJ Barrett uh plays defense good off ball shooter good off ball scorer uh number one player on my board for a while now i'm going zachary risa shea
1: knew it the whole i tried to get metcalf to leak who he was leaning towards before we even started and i was like i dare you not to take zachary (laughs) you're you're a big fan um so am i got him in my top two i think that makes a ton of sense there you know it's funny we were prepping for this one um and i texted you i was like hey i'm about i was like i'm about to go to the gym lose my mind a little bit try to level out before the podcast can you run a tank of so i can prep this and when you sent me that order i was like oh gosh like here we go it's gonna get nasty and toronto jumping up there obviously there's gonna be plenty of spurs fans excited about this mock draft already we hope you guys at least stay but yeah that would be huge for toronto and i and I was prepping for this, trying to remember everyone's teams. And then you got to remind yourself, oh, Toronto made a big trade, you know, got R.J. Barrett, got quickly. Um, so surrounding Scotty Barnes with another asset, another player like Risha Shea, I think would be really smart. Um, I know a lot of people would probably be like, why not Sar there? I like Risha Shea there. I-, I think Sar would be a little bit they've been trying for years to just keep building this defensive versatility and stuff. And I think at some point you got to put your foot down and be like, we got to get some offense and, and shake can play defense like crazy, but kid. you just drafted a Grady Dick, like get some wings going, get some, some shooters. I like the pick.
0: Well, I'm, I'm thrilled to have your sign off. Um, Thanks. I, I, I also feel like his upside is kind of getting undersold at this point too. Um, I, I don't think he's going to be this, Stereotypical franchise-building cornerstone of a number one pick that you know we are used to and expecting from a number one pick, but would it be all that surprising if he has a similar kind of career impact that, say, Andrew Wiggins has had and kind of fills that same role, where if he's on a really good team like he was with the Warriors when they won that title, he could be one of the the most important players on that team. I absolutely believe so. I think he's you know,
1: we've said it a couple of times on the podcast. I think he's shaping up to be one of the safest guys near the top. If you're trying to get yourself excited about anyone potentially going number one, if you're one of these teams that you're projected to be in the top five and you're just like, Hey, well, if we won the lottery, who's the guy? I I think Risha Shea would be the guy to lean towards because he's still young. The, the growth and development he had this year is remarkable. Um, I don't think it's the best version of what type of player he's going to be, but we're talking defensive versatility with great size, a smart player. Now he's playing aggressive. He's shooting the crap out of the ball. Yes, I understand he has some games where, you know, he's had some up and down games as of late, but I think just the fact that his outside shot is becoming such a weapon this year and he has so much to of his game to be unlocked, I think he's going to play the next level for a very long time. So I, I understand why everyone's falling in love with them. I understand why you were so hot on that
0: trail to start the year. He's look great. Love it. All right. Second pick San Antonio Spurs. Who are you going with? You know,
1: we had a lot of positivity for the, <laughs> those stealings um, mock draft when we did not or when we took two guards for the San Antonio Spurs, we, you know, the the team you guys went together, you gave them Reed Shepard at seven, I believe, off the top of my head, and Mr. Topich. And then everyone got furious and said, Well, why do we need (laughs) two guards? And I was like, Well, because you play more than five people on your team. And, you know, it was a good argument by some fans. They were saying, Hey, why wouldn't we swing for a wing early on? And um, someone said, If, if we didn't take Topić two, why we could get him later if, because nobody else needs a point guard. And I was like, well, someone will trade up. And if you want, if you're in love with Topić, go
0: get your guy. He he's gonna on draft night. He's gonna go top five. Oh, for sure.
1: So or someone will trade up to go get him. They'll be well, right. crap. like, crap. why do they pass on him? I want to go Cody Williams here because I just want to be the jerk that everyone's like, what are you talking about? But because San Antonio only has one pick because Toronto jumping up because of the dire need for a guard, I'm going to be boring. I'm going to go with Nicole Topic. Um, I understand it's something we've all been mocking forever because of the obvious need. But I think Topic, you know, gives you what the Spurs need desperately. He could be the best playmaker in this draft at six, 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 seven. Um, they have a pretty good guy behind him to help out his defense by the name of Victor. I like it. You know, I, I would not be shocked. I'm just going to say this. I would not be shocked if we're mocking a point guard to the Spurs forever and they just say, nope, give us yeah. another wing. You know, especially if they're in the category where Richie Shea's on the board, I think they would jump all over that. I would not be shocked if Cody Williams is also checking every box for the Spurs. So um, for now, I'm going to go with Topich.
0: I think it makes sense, you know, we we we've heard that a lot of people in the league are extremely high on him as well. Uh I think he's the youngest guy in this draft. Insane production at Mega, uh struggled a bit once he got to Red Star, but that makes sense. Huge jump in competition level in the middle of the year going against guys in the second best league in the world as, you know, at 18 there's going to be an aggressive learning curve there and he got hurt really early. So I I just, I'm so desperate for him to come back healthy and soon hopefully um, because I, I still have a lot of questions. He's still top 10 for me. Um, I'm just, I'm just curious. The, the intrigue though, the upside is astronomical. Um, I, I think it makes a lot of sense. I, before
1: we move on, I, I tried to talk myself sar there cause I knew you were going to take Richie Shea at one and I tried to talk myself into SAR there, but I, I don't, I can't do it unless you're trying to build him as a, just, I don't think they're going to go twin towers mode because then what are you doing with Jeremy Sohan? And I don't think you're just drafting someone at number two to be like, well, we'll
0: stick him behind Victor. Like, so am I crazy there? No, no I don't think you're crazy. Um, I do think it creates a lot of really fun two K esque lineup possibilities. Um, yes, absolutely. And just defensively, you know, the, their their defense for the next five ten years could be one of the best, if not the best, in the league. So i I wouldn't. I, I think those are kind of the two names that you have to look at. There, um, I have Cody higher than both of them, but I do think that Saar and Topic are kind of the route to go given the some of the questions around cody's um shooting but i yeah i know sar, sar would be really fun especially if you think he's a little more of a four than a five um but i i, I don't hate the topic pick by any means um but here's
1: where we're gonna have some fun mr Mac.
0: i I'm, I'm just taking a big swing um i i have two guys higher on him higher than him on my board but the the ready-made defense, the offensive upside, I'm going to Alex Sar. Wow, okay, all right. Thought you might have gone another way there, but I kind of love it.
1: So let's talk about Atlanta, because they're quickly becoming one of my favorite teams of all time in this draft, because every time we're doing a mock draft, they're usually picking around 8 or 9 and yep. or 10. We hate we're- it. We hate it. We're always getting a <laughs> headache because we're like, "What?" The-? It's. I think it's the one team every time we get to them when we do the war room style for no ceilings. Screeching halt! Just yep. breaks. Everyone's like, "What do they do?" Trey Young and Deontay Dejounte. What Spurs fans always yell at me for my pronunciation. I think one of them's gone. Yeah, that's my hot take. Maybe I they go to the think Spurs. It's that hot. No, I don't think it's that hot. Um Okonga just got an extension. I think he's there. Play the damn kid. Um, whatever. Capella, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say. Like Sadiq Bey, I know. Eh. Um, DeAndre Hunter seems like he's been mentioned too much in rumors that maybe this is the offseason. They try to move him. Who knows? Jalen Johnson looks fantastic. It looks like he's potentially a guy that they're like, oh, we're gonna build around Jalen Johnson yes. now. We we found one. Um, still very high on Kobe Bufkin. I do think you're not not drafting a guard if they get lower because you drafted kobe bufkin correct if that makes sense but here i like the pick of sar because jalen looks great Okongo is great sar is just the upside swing that you could be like we are gonna swing for the fences and rebuild this foundation so i i, I like it i was i really thought you might have gone cody williams there
0: no, I, I I, think the emergence of Jalen this year and him being just an absolute stud um, made this a little easier for me. Um, and just, I, I think there's some really fascinating ways that Trey could help unlock star's offense, try and get him rim running a little more. I do think him and Okongwu could play together a little bit, which would really help out Um some of their defensive stuff and some of my concerns with uh, SARS rebounding. um, I And I think he's just the biggest upside swing here. I, I think he's, in terms of ultimate ceiling, if the shot does really come around, if the offensive stuff continues to improve um, and the defense, you know, just steadily gets better as he gets older, like it does with most players, he's going to be a hell of a player and someone who could easily return number one value.
1: Just delaying the inevitable right here
0: because this I, is where it gets real weird. It's time. Number four, Washington Wizards. Who are you going with?
1: A lot of guys on the board that I like. A lot of guys that I think could make sense for Washington. I think this is a team, though, that should be best player available no matter what. Bilal Koulibaly is going to be a dangerous man after a full off season. It's going to be a fun year, too. Jordan Poole, we'll move on. I don't need to spend too much time there. Um, you know, Denny Avdia has looked unbelievable lately because we love him. Um, Kuzma, I could see being a trade target because it sounds like he was almost on the move at the deadline. A lot of names, a lot of names I could go with. I'm, I'm going to go, I think Washington in this position would say, we need to go best player available. We need to think long-term who's someone we could bring in. Be patient, just like we're going to be with Koulibaly And if he clicks also, we could be really cooking with something. I know there's a bit of a log jam at this position, but I think you just can't pass up this talent. So I'm going to take Cody Williams here. I know it's gross. Is it? But Why? I don't think it's gross. I just think everyone's well, just gonna be like, "Wizard, well, well, wizards fans <laughs> are gonna say it's gross because of how many names I just rattled off at the same position." But what if Cody
0: clicks? They, they, and there's have one player on that team. And him. There's one player on that team right now that they're viewing long term, and that's Kula Bali. Everyone else is. Expendable. You think Abia's recent stretch though could be like, "Whoa, hold on." It's a I different think front All those guys do
1: extensions because they're now tradable assets. Yeah,
0: live. yeah. So like, I would I, be I, going. Like I, I, think they'd be okay holding on to Kuzma. I think they'd be okay holding on to Denny, but I don't think they're viewing any of them as building blocks as guys to build the next team around. I think the only one with that view is Koulibaly.
1: All right, fine. I'll be. I'll. I, I would take Cody in a heartbeat. There you go. I know. I was trying to be polite and say like I know people will think it's uh, this is our mock draft. So yeah. yeah, screw it. I would take Cody easily. It'd be the quickest pick ever if you watch him because that front office hit a home run with cool ball. It looks like, I think if you left your next draft with Cody and you've got another pick coming up in the end of the first round, I think you'd be ecstatic because you'd be like, we're building something out. Now we got two high upside wings with athleticism length. Fantastic. So I'm pumped. Yeah, about that well, and,
0: and you know, say Kuzma and Avdia do stick around. They have the size where you can play them at the foursome, uh, depending on obviously who you bring in that center. So I, I think it makes sense. Uh, they, they, I think that front office finally has a long term view of stuff, and I think Cody makes a ton of sense there. I hate and this. for, right yeah,
1: now, hate you this. should hate this for the Pistons. I, I will say I would love Stefan Castle there, but I, I think four is
0: too rich. Uh, yeah, it'll, it'll be interesting to see how he closes the season. But yes, um, shock me oh boy, okay.
1: Detroit basketball gosh I I did not mean to give you all of the headaches but it's it's but you did but 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 I did I'm gonna have one
0: next so it's okay um I kind of just got have to go best player available here for me right I mean I don't know you're on the board you're on the board I I think uh, oh boy okay so I'm, I'm
1: I'm between two names I was ecstatic when you sent me the the tankathon sim and Detroit wasn't first. And then when I saw him at five, I was like, "Oh, poor Pistons fan." Like, oh, wait, no, it's still a headache because it's just a disaster.
0: Okay, so the two names I'm torn between: one is going through the coldest stretch of his season, and oh, one gosh, is going brutal. through the hottest <laughs> stretch of his season. Um,
1: I will it's say it's a
0: little early. <laughs> we can on. talk. We can talk. Let's talk it out. Okay, so Detroit, you
1: know, Cade. Jaden Ivey, hopefully Monty Williams is done with that experiment. Um, Killian Hayes, free agent. Fun experiment. Asar Thompson, Jalen Duren. Sasser, I believe, is your backup point guard that you're really excited about for next year. Quentin Grimes. You know. What do we... I mean, I'm just... I think they got to be best player available. Pixon.
0: Picks in. Wow, we number, should have had a little jingle. Okay, um, number number five on my board, six nine wing from Kansas, Johnny Furphy. <laughs> Welcome to Detroit.
1: <laughs> okay, because people are going to start turning this off. Don't care. Go for. Oh, it. I do. Don't, don't give 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 everyone your sales pitch of why you're not
0: that crazy right now. Um. All right, so six nine elite off-ball shooter, elite off-ball mover, elite rebounding numbers, especially for his position. Um, it started to show a little bit of stuff attacking closeouts. Legit athlete. It's not sneaky. He's a legit athlete. Um, I like the defense more than some other people. Um, I Some people are describing him as a terrible defender. I don't see that. I don't think he's necessarily a great defender, but I see a lot of upside there. I see a lot of want to and awareness and uh, competitiveness on that end. So I think he's going to be, at least be a solid defender and with, um, you know, playing next to a I think that insulates him a little bit there too. It's, it's really the offensive stuff. Um, he's incredible in transition. The off-ball shooting is some of the best in this class at that size with that athleticism. Show me another player who gets mentioned in the top five, top five, top 10, who has that size, that athleticism and that shooting. And it's Zachary, Reese and that's it.
1: I want everyone to realize something. This is going to sound crazy that Metcalf, you're going to hear this and people are going to be like, what are we doing here, Furfy? And and we were talking about this and I, I had a deep thought because I'm trying to, I'm working on a piece that's just, I'm pumped out of my mind about, you know, shout out um, Elf, Miles Finch, you know, when you're just excited, like, yes, like I'm pumped about this idea. And I was doing some deep thinking, and I said to the no ceilings crew, I said, for everyone that's projected to be in the top 10, like the consensus guys, I was like, how many guys are shooting like at a good rate right now? Like a good percentage you feel good about like Bezelis supposed to be this great shooter. I love the, I'm intrigued with the upside. He's in the twenties, Ron Holland in the twenties, Jacoby's freezing cold right now. He's like 33, I think percent um cody williams obviously he's up there but it's on a lower s- sample risha is shooting the crap out of it but topic low numbers Sar, obviously y- it gets ugly when you start looking around so if you're looking for length and shooters that number goes down and you don't connect that's why people are falling in love with them because he can shoot the crap out of it but he's not 45 you know obviously recent impressive stretch but what i'm getting at furphy is climbing his numbers are all climbing his numbers since he's been starting is great he's the raw upside that is just starting to click now that he's been a starter with great size athleticism high motor checks a lot of boxes in a hurry so i understand people are gonna be like this is insanely high i don't think it's that crazy because he's got some really really special tools um it'd be a it would be a definite, yes, curveball on it draft would. night that we'd all be excited about. But I love that Metcalf sticking sticking to his guns. Do you have anything other to say from the Johnny Furphy camp?
0: No, just he has some
1: fans. I'll I'll leave it at that. He <laughs> has a lot of fans. Um, I, I you know we're getting some some good comments though. It is very bold, but I do love that because this is the year to be bold. This is the year to have fun. Now I got to regroup from my <laughs> board. Jeez. Um, At number six, Charlotte Hornets. Who are you going with? Got to go down and check Furphy off. Got to go down a little bit. Root, okay, that. so Brandon Miller's look fantastic. Yes. Camilla Ball, sidelined. Mark Williams, we still love him. Shout out Mark Williams. Trey Mann looks pretty damn good lately. Just so that. awesome for Trey Mann. Love I love that. that. Metcalf loves that. <sighs> Love that. Um, Grant Williams also starting to play basketball again, which is good. Still think they're in best player available. There's two names I really like here. And I'm torn between each. I really am Metcalf. I'm torn. But sometimes in life, you got to just go with your gut. And, you know, I'm starting to fall in love with again. Someone I had very high on my board okay. early in the year. Metcalf knows who it is. I'm going to take Stefan Castle. I know Trey Mann looks fantastic. Brandon Miller is a stud. Yes, you have LaMelo. I'm going to get a holy crap high upside player yeah. who is really becoming a problem on the defensive side of the ball. I've been very impressed watching his recent defensive games. I think he's... I think he's really shining on winning plays right now. I think he's understanding how to make an impact without the outside shot falling. If we have to start asking ourselves if this shot comes around because he's young and he's a freshman a couple of years. If this shot comes around, what is holding Stefan back from being one of the best players in this class? It's a big if mm-hmm. He's got to get some confidence. He's got to have a, a heck of an off season. He's got to work his ass off on that shot, but Also 6'6", combo guard, defensive versatility, putting him in that rotation. Brandon Miller is going to be working his ass off. We've seen he's already setting the tone kind of with his mentality, get Mark Williams behind. I love the pick. I think it's a a great move for the Hornets to keep going in the right direction.
0: Yeah, I I love this. I I would have sprinted to the podium with this pick. Um, Fit-wise, I think it makes a ton of sense. I, I, you know, some of my red flags with him are obviously the shooting. Um, He's not much of like a space creator on ball, but I'm not really sure that he's actually going to play point guard at the next level. And he's rarely ever placed point guard with UConn right now. Um, So, but with Brandon Miller and LaMelo Ball, what, are his offensive responsibilities really going to be other than really simple stuff, making the extra play um, and just kind of trying to figure out the pace and the speed of the game and really develop those creation skills to a point where he can start to take those responsibilities on, you know, down the line a little more. Um, and those two guys are looking like future all-stars. You we know, are repeat all-stars in Lamello's case. Um, so, I I think it would make his life really easy on offense. And then he has that defensive juice to really kind of fill in some of their um, inconsistencies. So I, I I think it's a phenomenal pick and he's really, really, really looked good recently. Um, And just kind of continues to take a little more responsibility and usage by the game, not to an irresponsible level where he's just chucking shots or playing outside of himself or the system, but it's, Measured, it's mature, and that that's a really kind of fun development with him over these last two months on one of the one of if not the best teams in the country. I think it's just also too like a. a, I don't want to go too deep down this rabbit hole, but I think it's just a
1: loud statement of the direction you're going when it comes to changing the culture and changing the mentality of this team. Like we saw the the clip of Brandon Miller kind of hustling back for that block and kind of screaming like "Come on, get back!" Like now. Echo that, like double down on that. Get somebody else in there that's going to work their ass off on trying to make an impact. And I think Castle's become that. We thought he coming into this year, he could be this multi-level offensive weapon. Now we're getting a winning plays, nasty defender with size that is just waiting to get unlocked offensively. It creates a lot of different lineups and versatility and ways you could go. I think it would just be a huge pick for
0: the Hornets. I think it would be awesome. Totally agree. Um, All right. At seven, I have the Portland Trailblazers, but let's take our first ad break. Good break. Good. Okay. At seven to Portland. Going to get ugly. Not loving how this board is shaking out for them. Going to get ugly. A lot of guards left, Uh, but two wings from the Ignite, Modest zealous, Ron Holland, that I think makes sense. I like think Tyler Smith is a sneaky name to keep an eye on, but just a little too rich for me right now. Eve's Missy. It's, it's, a, a you like, picked Furphy at five and Missy. It's at a little 10. I'm I'm just <laughs> throwing out names. I'm okay. just I'm just talking through Oof. names. Okay. Relax. okay. Okay. I gave you the two names that I'm really torn between. I'm just spitballing. All right. All right. Goodness. God, you must be fun in a brainstorming session. Um we all know I'm not. <laughs> I would, right, you I'm, know, you go ahead. Um, I'm I'm gonna go with. Oh, I, I I need a little more size. I'm I'm going modestly zealous. Um, I think that's the right pick. I really do. He's I I I was pretty out on him coming into the year, and despite not doing the one thing that everyone told me he was the lead at this year, um. Buzels has steadily grown on me. I, th- I think the, the defense has really impressed me. I His defensive fundamentals are really impressive. Um, his ability to kind of sit down in the stance, move his feet. Uh, his impact as like that weak side rim, rim protector has been really impressive. I do think he's going to shoot it eventually. Um, I think the mechanics are too good to not get there in some form or fashion. I don't think he's going to be this dynamic on-ball shooter. Um, that a lot of people try to pitch him as coming out of high school. But as a outlet and a spot-up shooter and someone who can kind of take advantage of uh, mismatches in the post, um, be that outlet for Simons and Sharp and Scoot, um, I I, I think his complementary... Skills on offense plus the kind of defensive just consistency, not all NBA level stuff, but just really sound, reliable, gonna be in the right place at the right time stuff. Um, I I think he just kind of fills in a lot of holes on that roster.
1: Yeah, I was much lower on modest to to start the year as well. Um, I think I've I just did a deep dive of him kind of catching up and I came away impressed. I came away with positivity i think he's turning up in the right direction especially for me like it feels like i just slowly keep creeping him back up and and he's a solid stretch of shooting from outside away from really moving up and not just for me personally i think if he if he could have a five game stretch where he was shooting 40 percent from deep People will start screaming about It's mm-hmm. Like he, as they he should. should. Yeah, as they should. It's the only thing I really believe holding him back is just that number keeps staying a low, a little bit below 30%. We're all just like, you're supposed to be the shooter. You were you came in the year and everyone was talking about how much of a shooter you are. Yeah. So if it could just start going in a little bit more, I think he will climb in a hurry because we've talked to people you there's a lot of people that are very in. There's a lot of people that are out. And I just think the defensive strides he's taken, he's doing a little bit more stuff off the bounce when it comes to like getting to his spots, kind of playing with his body using some hesitations. I just like what I've seen. I think, you know, me and you were harsh on him in mm-hmm. the beginning of the year, but you made a great point. You said, I think this is going to be bad for him with the G league fantastic for his development and i think we're starting to see that it's becoming really good for his development because he's doing a lot more stuff so i think that's a good pick there perfect number eight memphis who are you going with i hate when i go on a rant and then i have to quickly switch to like oh gosh i'm up um i'm gonna do something and it's gonna piss off some people at no ceilings but damn it i'm still believing Memphis, they got a lot of different stuff. Gigi Jackson looks fantastic. I'm very happy for Gigi Jackson after just a A nightmare year at uh, South Carolina. South Carolina, correct? Gosh, it seems like that was eight years ago. (laughs) Ja Morant will be healthy. Desmond Bain, I love you. Um, I still believe Marcus Smart will be in their future plans. Obviously, they're going to need to find some depth with a big man, Jaron Jackson Jr.'s there. Some comments said, Missy, <laughs> you must not know me. <laughs> um, I'm going to take Ron Holland. Okay. Because I'm still believing. I think I've said it for months now. I think Ron Holland's going fi- to fall to the right team that complements his ability you put Ron Holland with shooters, you put him and Gigi a little bit out out of the rotation, whatever, if Gigi's starting by then, I don't know what I'm saying is Ron's strengths, high motor potential defensive weapon. He'd be around a lot of really good defenders. So that's going to rub off on him and hopefully hard worker. I like the fit. I like him ending up there. I like the depth addition for the Grizzlies. Um, So yeah, I'm sticking to it. I'm, I'm, still buying all ron holland stock he won't be 19 until he's at summer league i'm buying the upside there i think memphis hopefully this is the last time memphis is picking the lottery for a while so i think if
0: you're there and ron holland's on the board you gotta go get it yeah um are you concerned at all that this is Zaire williams 2.0 no
1: okay Cause I didn't um, like
0: Zaire, and I actually like
1: Ron Holland. So, <laughs> I'm just saying off of film, I, Zyre no, I is probably a great human being and, you know, a good no, guy I, 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 on the podcast. I wouldn't deny it, but I'm just saying I like Ron Holland's film.
0: Yeah. I, 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 I I'm, I'm just, being, I really like it. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm just being a sarcastic asshole. Okay. Um, okay. I, right. I, I do think this is the, the right swing to make because like you said, they're not planning on being in the lottery again for a decade. Um, you know, obviously assuming injuries and all that stuff, which they've experienced this year, if things hit for Ron, which they easily could, we're talking about a guy who in every redraft will go number one. Um, the athletic tools are awesome. Uh, the step back jumper has been really impressive. The shooting consistency, the decision-making, all that stuff is really raw. Um, it's a lot of questions that we had about Gigi Jackson at the end of last year too. So they they've proven that they are willing to take big swings when they're put in the opera, put in position to do so and then kind of develop those guys. Um, So I like it. I think it makes a ton of sense. Um, Houston. We have liftoff. This is where, it, it, this is where
1: it also gets interesting. Like what direction could Houston go in? I think Atlanta is going to be a team. We're going to be puzzling about forever. Detroit, obviously. I really think Houston could be just because the rosters starting to come together. You got a lot of interesting pieces, but what direction could you go in? So I, I bought you some time there, Mr. Metcalf, the Houston Rockets
0: at nine via Brooklyn. Yeah. So I, the, the number one thing I'm looking at is shooting. Um, I saw them in person the other week, uh, covering that game. Shooting was rough. Um, everything else, kind of fun and promising going forwards but there is just zero shooting on that team so you know the the names that i'm torn between are jacoby and reed just given the enormity and the absurdity of reed's shooting numbers this year i'm gonna have to go with him um it's he's been too consistent it pains me to have jacoby keep falling this far but Reed has been so good and if you can kind of put him behind a player like Fred Van Vliet for a year or two or three to kind of learn with uh to be that complementary piece to Amen and Cam uh Jabari Shangoon um I, you know I I'm not sure what Reed's long-term kind of upside is as a non-ball scorer and creator and all of that but as a complementary piece as that outlet as that just knockdown lethal shooter who provides a whole bunch in terms of defensive playmaking too, and just awesome passing really high level decision-making. I, I think he kind of fits the, the big superstar potential guys um, on that roster. I
1: think he play. I think he'll play sooner than you think. think. I, I think he could start off. I mean, what are we talking? We're talking Van Vliet, Jalen Green and Theory next year, potentially. Um, you're thinking of the same lineup, potentially, as starters. And then you're thinking Amen Thompson maybe is, you know, fighting, crawling to get into that somehow. Whitmore is taking another stride. Hey, if if they're your rotation and you add Reed Shepard to come in off of behind Van Vliet. Reed could play with a in and mm-hmm. cam and be fantastic. Yeah, no, for sure. That has a lot of fun right there. You know, I think Reed's going to get some teams thinking he's going to be a point guard. Like I know it kind of plays like a combo guard, but I think teams are going to be like, he, this kid can figure it out at the point guard position. It might take some time for him to figure it out defensively, but um, I think the some team, someone will buy in and yeah. if you're putting him with a men that size, that length, I, I'm buying it. I love it. Also, Reed Shepard and Shangun would just be fantastic to watch together with the men. Like that's a fun team right there. So all right. You know, I like it. Metcalf, you're 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 making up some ground for that uh
0: Okay, easy. Purf- easy. <laughs> all right. Like so, goddamn genius when he goes top six in, in on actual draft night. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um Thunder at ten. Who are you think Thunder at ten. This is just gonna get weird oh breaking um, news Danilo Gallinari signing with the Bucks okay
1: he's gonna come on I don't need that stuff I'm a Celtics fan I don't need he's gonna yeah now I'm mean, you in your against... <laughs> head yeah <sighs> Um. okay back to our regular scheduled broadcast okay see at 10 and 11 so we're splitting this up should we kind of GM this together or
0: what do we no, think no I want to okay. hear your All thought right. process and then I will react accordingly
1: Oh, gosh, there's a name on the board that I'm a little shocked at. Okay, so we're kind of getting away from... Everyone's trying to do the, hey, Phil you should go to the Thunder. I'm not going to do it because I like to change things up. I do like that fit, though. I do like the fit. I also want us to go back to the Kevin McCuller days because I was really having a lot of fun with those days. But maybe me and you just save that for kind of you know later down the road. <laughs> um, There's a name on the board that it is... There's two names I really like here for the Thunder. One's a little bit of a eye-opener for some. That would be Dalton Connect. One's a name that is cooling off, and I think Sam Presti would sprint to the podium. So I'm going to take Jacoby Walter of Baylor. Yeah, he's by far the best
0: player left on my board. And I think the rich get richer. Have you watched Jacoby lately? No, I'm... Okay. I'm I'm a little behind on him. I, I I've been monitoring the numbers and have been horrified. Yeah, it's not it's not fun, but I,
1: I'm not gonna go too deep on that conversation until I go watch the games. Because Great. the off night can tell you a lot. So um all right, and so I imagine Kobe there. I think that's just a fantastic addition, given that his role will be very simple and the upside will be tremendous we would all probably just shake our heads and be like, gosh, they got another guy. Um, Where are you going to go with 11?
0: Um, Best player available on my board. Um, I think he fits what they kind of want to do too. I'm going Tyler Smith. The Philipowski talk really got out of
1: here. I actually love this pick. And... I'm not just saying that because I love doing the podcast with you. Every sing- We've talked about this on previous podcasts. Every single time I watch Tyler Smith with the Ignite, which has been just, you know, the Ignite in general has been a fun experience this year. And I don't know if I'm being honest with fun as the word of choice there. Every time I'm watching Tyler Smith, he just understands his role. He plays smart. Yep. 6'10". He's listed at 6'11 on the Ignite thing. That's a combine checker for me. But he's big. He so- can shoot. He knows his role. He doesn't force. He hustles. I think the defensive shot blocking's impressed me a little bit this year, too. His weak side rim protection stuff has been very solid. So I'm in with it. I get, you know, people might be like, hey, that's a little rich. But Sam Presti's probably looking at that being like, I got exactly the piece I want to add in the rotation. I got a big, lengthy forward with size that can shoot it and is perfect for the rotation now you just added jacoby walter and tyler smith to that team fantastic so i love that metcalf great job chicago ooh chicago (laughs) chicago um that's a great comment i don't mean to someone eric olson great comment he's boring but yeah he's good yep that is literally the tyler smith scouting report boring but good
0: All right, so we're getting interesting here. And speaking of boring and not good, the Chicago Bulls with the 12th pick. Easy. Okay, so Kobe White looks like he's all of a sudden becoming
1: the franchise point guard. And I like to talk this out because sometimes I'm like, okay, I could talk myself (laughs) out of that pick. Um, Oof. What a oof. You know what? I'm going to get crazy. They're not going to take Filipowski. They're not going to do it. I got too much weird stuff going. I'm going to take a... Man, I want to give them a guy, but I don't think I have the guts to do it. Coward. Go with your heart. Yeah, you know what? I'm going to... um. I'm going to take Dalton connect.
0: Okay.
1: I think they need, they need a shooter. They need some scoring. They need a tough SOB. I thought about Kevin McCullough here. That was the one that I couldn't pull the trigger on. Um, I don't like drafting, you know, a point guard here. Cause what are we doing now with Kobe? Are we just being like, you know, we like you, but we don't love you, which is ridiculous. He should be most improved player this year. I don't like taking a swing on someone like Saloon. I love Ryan Dunn. I think what are we doing there? <laughs> um so I, I would just be saying, let's get a guy that we know is gonna help us out. And Dalton's shooting, his toughness, his scoring ability. I think that's a step in the right direction. So I'm gonna I'm gonna Yeah, I'm gonna I just am a believer, Metcalf. Do you do you like that pick? Where would you have gone?
0: Yeah, and for me it was between either him missy or clinging um and it's kind of I they seem kind of uh set in their ways in terms of the Nikola bucevich Buse- uh, experience and i would not be um it's just a team that doesn't really feel like they have a direction but i think offensively the connect with cody pairing long term um it's a lot of fun. And if he gets to, I, you know, again, I have no idea what they're doing with DeRozan now that he's expiring after this year, Um, DeRozan would be a really fun guy for him to learn from, but maybe that's not even an option. So who knows who's even kind of filling that spot. So potentially replacing that scoring output, um, I, I think will be important for them. He's just a really good player. He's a good shooter, good scorer, good passer, solid rebounder. The defense is, rough it's not good but that's not what you're taking them for so i i, I don't have any issues with it and it, the bulls are kind of in a, in a tricky spot as they have been for what feels like the last 20 years yeah i mean it, the anti-bulls pick which i would be like
1: great pick would be mcculler there i don't know if they have the balls to do it but it, it would be a smart pick of just being like just get a smart damn player like just add a smart player to your team that has versatility but i also think maybe that stock's cooling a little bit teams are probably going to be trying to swing still but that's that's just my two cents um portland trailblazers you're up they took the at
0: seven they did um i'm going to continue to add size um i'm going donovan Klingon. uh I, I don't love it but Why do we keep doing it then? Why do we everyone keeps putting him here? Why do we keep doing it? Because he he is really good. The the reason I don't love it is just I worry about the feet and, you know, sending him to a team that has some pretty notorious uh, injury issues um might be a little concerning. Uh but I really like how he fits with that team. Uh, De- DeAndre Ayton, I think, is who he is. He wouldn't be in my long-term plans necessarily. Duwop Reith has been fun, but again, not necessarily in my long-term plans. I think Donovan Klingin could be an awesome pick-and-roll partner for Scoot. I think he would clean up a ton of their rebounding and interior defensive issues. He's got a ton of upside. If he can stay healthy, if he can stop following at an astronomical rate, there is so much upside there with a guy that some people had. There were people were talking about him going top five, top 10 at the start of the year, foot injuries with those guys always get a little scary, always get a little sketchy, but the talent is there. Um, We've seen it this year. We saw it last year. So I I, I think 13 for, especially for a team like the trailblazers makes a lot of sense.
1: I think it's good value. If, If everything checks out medically, He's playing higher minutes around tournament time. He's going to start climbing. You yeah. know, Yukon's going to be an absolute wagon. They're going to probably be in the final four. So if Klingon keeps playing good, that name's going to be buzzing again. So if you got him here at 13, I would, I would love that value. Um, New Orleans. I'm going to make this quick. I still love Rob Dillingham here. <laughs> I think that's my favorite. Bit. So I, I know everyone's probably like, eh, boring. You, you guys keep doing that. It's like, well, yeah, I like that. Um, is this going to be our uh, Mark Williams to the Hornets? Well, I just think it—it's it, not—it's a thing with me where the defense is going to keep me hesitant to have a team investing in him very early because I think he's being targeted. People are like, "Why isn't he getting more minutes?" Well, probably because there's a story there to to watch on the, watch the tape. So him landing with new Orleans is just a jolt of excitement offensively but he's surrounded by a lot of really good defensive talent so I think that fit would be fantastic that's that's why I'm buying it so much so um am I crazy with the the defensive concerns for
0: Rob yeah no he's he's not a good defender um He's an opportunistic defender. He's good at jumping passing lanes. Um, he he works hard on that end, but at six feet, six, one, um, you know, that, that, that's going to provide a major hurdle on its own. Uh, not the biggest stockiest dude anyways, on top of that. And then the fundamentals are what they are, um, but I don't need him to be an awesome defender if he's going to shoot and playmake like he has been, especially when you're going to surround him with guys like Trey Murphy and Herb Jones and Najee Marshall and Dyson Daniels and Jose Alvarado. Um, I, I think the defensive concerns disappear pretty quickly, um, especially with how eager he is to jump passing lanes and kind of force turnovers and steals. So I I, I love that fit. It's what we've been doing for what feels like all season, um, but it's fun. Um, okay, uh, that wraps up the lottery. We'll move on to the rest of the first round after this quick break. Okay, Rucker, uh, just recapping the lottery. Um, at one, the Raptors uh, took Risa Shea. Uh, at two, the Spurs took Topic. Three, the Hawks took Sar. Four, the Wizards took Cody Williams. Five, the Pistons took Johnny Furphy. Six, the Hornets took Stefan Castle. Seven, the Trailblazers took Modus Buzelis. Eight, the Grizzlies took Ron Holland. Nine, the Rockets took Reed Shepard. Ten and 11, the Thunder took Jacoby Walter and Tyler Smith. At 12, the Bulls took Dalton Connect. At 13, the Trailblazers took Donovan Klingen. At 14, Pelicans, Rob Dillingham. Okay, uh, at 15, Magic. Same need as last year. They still need shooting. Uh, I'm going with size and shooting here. I'm going Kaishan George from Miami.
1: Okay. We had plenty of people saying, What the hell about <laughs> Kaishan George and Johnny Furphy? So the fact that you took both of them is hilarious. So gave everyone <laughs> a little bit of a, a, a George, curious George rundown.
0: Because I do uh, think this
1: is a fantastic. I think he would go potentially earlier, and it would, yeah, not surprise me if he went here, too.
0: Yeah, I, I, it wouldn't surprise me if he goes lottery on draft night. No. Yeah. Um, great size, great feel, really good shooter. They're, you know, questionable kind of on ball creation stuff, but good passer. Uh, just like that over that burst, that explosiveness isn't always there. I, I like the defense mostly. Um, just kind of some young young mistakes now and then but the, the the big selling point with him is six eight or like the six seven six eight range um and just an awesome shooter. So for a team that really puts a lot of importance on size and desperately needs shooting, nice little intersection of the two. Well done great great sales pitch.
1: All right I'm on the clock with the Miami heat. welcome to Miami. Um, I'm gonna take a guy that's been slipping a little bit that I believe will end up going much earlier than some of us might expect if everything's going right. I always say that because it's like, well, everything needs to go on track with the pre draft process. Um, but it wouldn't shock me if he goes earlier than this. Thought I'm out of him at twelve, but I to Chicago, but you know, I moved on. I'm gonna take Isaiah Collier. Um, I I could already hear plenty of people at no Ceilings screaming, but I just think at some point the teams are going to look at him as playmaking tough guard that's physical and a bully and builds real estate at the free throw line and plays with good change of gears. I have questions about a lot of stuff, just like everyone. But the fact is came back, he's been playing his, his butt off and get into the free throw line. I think he's just going to be tough. And I think at some point, some team's going to invest in saying we can unlock this game. We can work with this. And I feel like Isaiah Collier might be a heat culture guy. So there you go. That's going to be my pick, Metcalf. And I know you're probably going to make some comment about how I'm insane, but I just think every year we have guys that a lot of us might not, they might not be our cup of tea, but that doesn't mean NBA teams don't think this guy still is a talent. So I could see if he's on the board at 16 and everything's going good in the pre-draft process, he could be the pick. Okay. Uh,
0: d- doesn't affect my board at all. So good. Good. Um, I heck of a home run swing. Uh, I personally would have gone a Kevin McCuller, a Tristan De Silva, that's why I'm P- shaking it up. P- P.J. Hall, Ryan Dunn, Dylan Jones, Tyler Kolek, Nick Clifford. I, you know, I could read off a handful more names, but Great. Um, okay, moving on. Raptors seventeen. They took Risa Shea at one. Gonna going to continue to add size, athleticism, uh, defensive upside. Eve's Missy. Um, I, I, think that gives them a center for the future to kind of help build around. I've been really impressed with how impactful of a rebounder he's been on both ends of the floor. He plays his ass off every possession catches everything. Um, really good rim runner. You know, the, the offense is very limited, but it is what it is. And he's a really good screener, really good defender. So long, long-term view there, a lot of upside in a position that they, is that's looking like they're going to need. So going East missy. Okay. Um, Hmm.
1: Atlanta. Correct. Got it. I've got the Hawks and they took SAR at three. So they're probably doing shots in the war room and forgot that they had another pick. You can go another of different directions here. I'm not gonna go Ryan Dunn because, you know, I'm just not gonna go there. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna let's do this. I'm gonna give the Hawks a player that could play multiple positions at a high level, makes winning plays. He's gonna pair very well with Kobe Bufkin for years to come. I'm gonna give him Kevin McCuller. You leave the draft with Kevin McCuller and Alex Sar, put him with Jalen Johnson. Whatever you do in the backcourt, year two breakout of Kobe Bufkin, you're building something. McCullough can play multiple positions. He's a, a winning player. I think that is a mentality shift for the Hawks. I think you're taking a step in the right direction right there. So you got Okongwu too. I, I like that. So yeah. I like that. That was a good one, Tyler. Yes. Come on, (laughs) Be pumped about it.
0: No, I, I, I like that pick a lot. Um, I I think Quinn would be uh, ecstatic to get an adult in the locker room. Uh, low maintenance can do a bit of everything. I, I really, I do buy the shooting improvement this year, especially just from the corners, which is all he'll really be asked to do. A lot of the really difficult on ball stuff, uh, that we've seen from him this year. will obviously be filtered out of his shot repertoire and it'll be corner threes play really hard defense attack closeouts and move the ball all the stuff that he's thrived at um, his entire college career so I think that makes a lot of sense 19 the Knicks oh boy um Knicks fans are furious that you took Missy from them I know I'm mad at myself about doing it because that's a really really easy fit and I like that one a lot too. I Filipowski doesn't really feel like. Oh, actually, you know what? I am. I'm gonna go for Filipowski.
1: I think that's a good fit. I I know I know where you were going. He does feel like that. He'd play. He'd play hard. Knicks fans would love him. He'd scream in the garden. People would go nuts. I think that makes sense.
0: I, I think it ma- makes a lot of sense, especially with Hartenstein being a free agent after this year. Um, I, I still think Filipowski is going to shoot it in some form or fashion, but awesome rebounder plays his butt off super physical and his passing has been incredible this year. Um, out of the post, out of the short roll from the top of the key. So I, I I think from a facilitation standpoint, he would add something to that second unit. Um, yeah, the, the, that fits growing on me. So Kyle Filipowski to the next at nineteen. 76ers at 20. They have, I think, three people on the roster next year. Great. (laughs) (laughs) That means we got a broad board to (laughs) to pick at, to add targets. The rotation's Um, wide open.
1: Problem is, two biggest names on my board are Saloon and Ryan Dunn. I don't know if Philadelphia is going to be in a point in which they're just going to swing on Saloon. So we've had a fan passionately in the comments (laughs) saying saloon. And I'm like, I get it. I love saloon. I understand the vibe we've heard is that NBA teams are not as high as some others might be hinting when it comes to his range. So um, I really like his tools. I think he just needs the right place where if he doesn't go before this, then he could slip a little bit and someone has to be willing to play the waiting game. And at this point, someone could trade up to go get him. Poof. Um, this gets tough. This gets tough. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to go Ryan down here because I think yeah, his role think will be a little sense. simple there. And, you know, he's a defensive playmaker. I know his yeah. questions offensively. I know the confidence with his outside shot. He is a defensive playmaker. He might be the best defensive pl- prospect in this class, when it comes to just ready to go defensively, he needs a place where he can be ready to roll and be like, I don't have to do a lot offensively. You just put me out there, I'll play great defense. Well, I think Philly would be a fantastic place for that. So I, I just think, you know, every time I watch Ryan Dunn's film defensively, I'm just like, this kid's it's unbelievable. insane. Unbelievable. I think he should be defensive player of the year in college basketball. I I, I just I think someone's going to fall in love with him. as it, it just depends on what range. And it did, it did, exactly. It might be okay. yeah, it, it, with one of those picks, they might just say, no, we'll get him. You never know. So, um, I think in mocks, he's going to start going a little lower because people are going to be like, yeah, I don't know where to put Ryan Dunn, And I think some teams going to just bring him in and be like,
0: we can work with this. This kid's a freak defensively. So I love that pick. I, I, I like that fit a lot for him. Yeah. Um. I I do really worry about the shot, obviously. Um. But the, the the defense is just in a different stratosphere compared to anyone else, especially any other wings in this class. He also has a, an offensive rebounding rate over ten. Um. I think he is a solid cutter. So if you can kind of s- start to unlock some of that stuff a little more to where he's really feasting off of the scoring gravity of Embiid and Maxi, and can capitalize on both of their improved passing ability, uh crashy offensive glass. I, I think he could be a really real, real menace there um, and kind of compensate for some of those offensive question marks. All right. Uh, 21, the Knicks. We just took Philipowski. They did. Um, do I go? Are we having up? fun yet? do I go back up point guard? I know every single person is
1: like, Oh, the oh. no ceilings crew.
0: They're just going to take Tyler Dam Colic,
1: And it's like, go I look was, at his
0: numbers lately. And, thinking about Tyler. and he's still posting those numbers after having like a 10 game stretch where he's shooting like 20% from three. So, um, he probably would have gone where the
1: heat done, but I'm, I, I'm going to change it up. and That's why I did call you. Where are you going? Mr. Metcalf? I don't know. I, do I go Dylan Jones?
0: I have been looking oh. at that name for
1: a couple of picks
0: because I mean the the thing is that basically no matter who goes here is going to play which is a tough thing um is going to play or isn't going to play isn't going to play then do you go Saloon? That's what do I go Saloon? Do I go Kwame Evans or do I think a guy like Tristan De Silva could crack the rotation?
1: Someone in the comments earlier said Metcalf just hurt (laughs) itching to draft Kame Evans. Call that one for a while. Um,
0: Oh boy! I I think this is where you go upside, though. If you're
1: swinging, you're going for the upside.
0: I agree. Unlock so they're basically back to back and best player available for me. So I'm just going to take the swing on Saloon. Um, Someone's got it. There's there's a ton of upside there. There's a ton of upside there. Um, I think he's going to be a real shooter. He has one of the highest motors in this class. It's if he can connect that with the processing and awareness and consistency and all of that kind of stuff, um, he could be a real problem. If he doesn't, then who knows? But I, I think this is more than appropriate range to kind of take that swing.
1: I agree. I agree.
0: Um, twenty-two okay, I'm on the board with the, the Phoenix, Phoenix Suns.
1: Suns. Gosh, they just need they need someone who can just be like, hey, we're I'm ready to go. I'm ready to help right now.
0: I want to give them a big, but I also don't. And the the, the comments have your favorite.
1: Why do you do you guys know me? I'm not gonna do that. Like everyone knows this. Like someone in the comments is like, hey, here comes Edie for the Suns. You know, I'm not gonna do that. We we hang out all the time. You guys should know me by now. I don't have them on my best available. No, I'm kidding, I'm... um dang it. I'm gonna there's shake one, things up. I'm gonna shake there's things one name up.
0: that's standing out for me.
1: You're going to say PJ? Yeah. Or uh, I'm not going to do it.
0: Okay.
1: Because I like to shake things up. Because I like to bring some chaos. I'm going to give him a guy that could just do a a lot of stuff on the basketball court at a high level. High intangibles, going to work his ass off, hungry, and he's a bad man on the court. I'm going to give him Dylan Jones of Weber State. I think it's obvious Phoenix needs... Bigs. They need depth. PJ Hall, I like. I like Oso there, even. I know Metcalf's not high on him. I like Oso a lot. I think he could be one of those. I'm at 31. Okay. Well, I'm at 25. I think he could make a ton of sense there. I also think a Dembono could be a sleeper there. Maybe a little rich right now. But I think at the end of the day, you also need someone like who could come in and give us a punch and. Help us out in a lot of areas. Dylan Jones can do a lot of stuff on the basketball court. He's been sensational this year. Um, so I'm going to shake things up. I'm going to give him Dylan Jones. Add another piece there.
0: I love it. I, I have him re- right in that range. Um, I, I I think that makes a lot of sense. Does he make sense there? Or are you just being nice? No, I I, I think, I he, makes think a he makes ton of sense, of sense because yeah. I, I think he can play some point. I think he can play off ball. Really good rebounder. Good ball mover. Um, you know the, the the shooting has been really impressive this year so yeah I I, I definitely think it makes sense um thank you but thank you. It, it, it for me it was really like him Kolek, PJ Hall de Silva were kind of the the group of names that I was looking at where like you said a guy who can kind of just come in fill a role um at a high level basically from day one uh, because that's what they need okay uh 23 to the pelicans. Who took Rob Dillingham. They did. Um, I really don't love their center depth right now, as it's just Jonas Valanciunas and Cody Zeller. So I'm going PJ Hall. Um, That's a good pick. I really buy the shot with him. I know the numbers aren't super ideal, but go take a look I at love the, him. He's launching from deep uh, this year. I I like the mechanics. I think they're good. Really good rebounder, good play finisher, low maintenance, versatile out of the pick and roll, uh, really good shot blocking numbers. Um, So, yeah, I I think he just adds a whole bunch of versatility to their offense. So I'm going PJ Hall.
1: Like Missy, Filipowski, PJ Hall. I understand people are very passionate about each of them. It would not shock me if PJ Hall went ahead of one of them. Because I think a team will love what he can bring to the table. Um, I think Philipowski will still go much earlier, probably, than we projected, but I think teams are gonna fall in love with the type of kid PJ Hall is how tough he is. Like, yeah, he Metcalf's not kidding. When you watch him, he shoots and you're like, whoa, big fella, like he pulls up from deep, but it's also just nasty. Like he gets downhill and sometimes I'm like, Whoa. Yeah. Like anger. Like, who insulted you on that drive? So um, I like him a lot. Him going to New Orleans—that'd be a heck of a haul with Dillingham and PJ. So, all right, I'm on the I'm on the board with Milwaukee, which means the good land. Shout out my Wayne's World fans. Um, need a tough. Oh man, a, a lot of <laughs> names. A lot of names. There are indeed a lot of names. A lot of names. A lot of names i'm i can't believe i'm gonna do this i can't believe i do. I, I i hit out one of my headphones because i'm so annoyed i'm gonna do this i'm gonna make them better i'm gonna i'm gonna draft tyler colic to the milwaukee bucks okay give me headaches
0: for years That's he's not gonna have to worry about moving expenses very far yeah like there you go
1: makes sense save some <laughs> money so um you know, who knows what they'll do. Maybe you go get some big depth. Maybe Milwaukee's going to have a very interesting offseason, I think, regardless, because we'll see what they do in the playoffs. But I feel like you're also going to need to make some decisions on, like, do we try to get younger in positions? You know, maybe someone like Oso, his teammate, makes sense there. Maybe they get a other guard, like Devin Carter could be a name there as well, Providence. But um, I think Marquette. Marquette's own shining armor, Tyler Kolick makes some sense to Milwaukee right there.
0: Yeah, and I, I just like Tyler Kolick a lot, so it's kind of hard for me to not love him going anywhere. Um I think a, a a Tristan De Silva, Devin Carter, Nick Clifford would make a ton of sense. Um Bingo Zach. Um moving on. I got N- bad news for you. <laughs> <laughs> uh Nuggets uh, at 25. Okay. Do I take a win now, guy? Do I take a project? Do I add to the center depth? I'm going wing depth. I'm going potential KCP replacement. Uh down the line. I'm going Neek Clifford from Colorado State.
1: Unreal. Just a heck of a selection by you. He rocks. Gosh, bro. to that's to the nuggets? Yeah another dog they're just getting better yeah he rocks he's fantastic just, probably one of my favorite guys right now that I'm watching and you just keep watching him and he just keeps making good play after good play after good play if you watch, if you watch box scores you're gonna be like eh, yeah you yeah you watch him way. on tape you're gonna be like oh my goodness so his defense
0: is ridiculous yeah and you know that in during our mock draft, um, over the weekend for the, the, the whole total, no ceilings one, Maxwell voiced some concerns about the shooting and how real is it? And the, the speed of the release, I think playing off a guy off of guys like Jamal Murray and Jokic, I don't think that's really going to matter a whole lot. Cause he's going to get awesome looks. They're not going to have to be movement stuff. Um, just play awesome defense knockdown spot up open spot up looks. And I think he's more than capable of doing that while continuing his development. So.
1: This is getting, this is getting, this is getting really tough actually. All right. Um, I'm 26,
0: your favorite team. Again, the Washington wizards.
1: wizards. I'm, I'm going to war for wizards fans. We're going to get <laughs> this team back on track. So I took Cody Williams at four. I'm still Correct. just doing backflips in the war room for Matt. Man. Um, Need a point guard. Need some bigs. I have too many forwards. I don't need more forwards. Tough one, Metcalf. Tough one. I'm gonna I'm gonna be really boring here. Um I'm gonna take Oso Iguodaro.
0: I th- think that makes a lot of sense. I would I was makes just kind of going sense. to ask you who is their center and who is their tallest player.
1: My problem is, is I'm I'm more saying like I I just no, I'm, I'm, I'm actually yeah.
0: asking you right now. No, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to think right now.
1: <laughs> it, it's just really embarrassing for me right now because I was literally writing out each team, and I'm not kidding. I have notes on the entire Wizards like roster, and um, and I, I'm I forgot, not trying I to throw you. To under,
0: I'm not trying to throw you under the bus here because I wouldn't have. I would have been wrong if I didn't just look it up, Uh, especially since they just traded Gafford at the deadline. Who is it? So, so according to ESPN. They don't have a son on uh, the roster. Rashawn
1: Holmes, the prodigy, Rashawn Holmes.
0: Uh uh. they, they right. don't have one big. Uh, so the tallest player on their team right now is Marvin Bagley, at six times
1: Oh, oh Marvin Bagley, everyone's <laughs> favorite, it's Marvin Bagley. Um, someone in the chat said Pacome. That's a very good pick. Um, but yeah, I like Oso there. I think you need to at one point. You you got your upside with Cody Williams. And now you need someone that could. I'm not trying to, I hate saying be a grown up, but Oso seems like a guy that's going to figure a way to play at the NBA level for a very long time. I, his playmaking has been awesome.
0: Yeah. I, he's, I, he's low maintenance, super low high maintenance. IQ, really yes. good passer. It'd be really a very good pick for the wizards, the pick and roll DHOs, all that kind of stuff. You can run yeah. a lot of really good stuff with him and have him still be a rim runner, despite yes. the, you know, not being a seven footer.
1: I, I just love that. I think that'd be a very good pick. And I think if you're a Wizards fan, you're going home doing a fist pump. So the Cleveland Cavaliers at 27, Mr. Metcalf. This
0: is gross. Um, okay. Man, I mean, it, so, it just gets, it gets tough. the The best players on my board. I don't like how they fit.
1: Yeah, that's the problem is the everyone's right like now. well there's clearly names on the board remaining and it's like yeah but i don't like to fit anywhere
0: i'm really annoyed that you took tyler kolak um, yeah. because they do need backup point guard help um okay uh oh boy i'm between three names jalen toys and jared mccain Devin carter
1: What does Trey Alexander have to do to get back, get he's Metcalf back in the he's, fan
0: club? He's not pointing. I know. I know. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, I'm going to go he's, Jared McCain.
1: I, I mean, I love it. I love it. I McCain, s- man, he could play. He's putting up some numbers lately. I don't know if he's going to be a next year guy. I think he's
0: going to be a this year guy. It's certainly trending that way. He just gets it. The defense improve His improved. He's throughout rebounding. The year. It's it's all just sl- slowly coming together. He's not going to be asked to do anything in his rookie year. There, um, learn bet- learn behind two just incredible on ball creators. L- more of a long term play. Was thinking about De Silva.
1: That was the name I was been looking at for a while.
0: De Silva. Um, but and he's second highest on my board but yeah all right Jerry McCain 27 to the Cavs 28 Utah 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 Ugh.
1: yeah I'm going to be boring here I'm going to take Tristan De Silva yeah. Oh, yep I think everyone's going to think Danny Ainge and company are going to be oh they're swinging they're going to take someone like Pacome or you know obviously I love Kwame Evans they're going to think like oh that you'd do that I think Danny might just say I've got the upside swings that are waiting to get unleashed year two let me get another smart player and it's just going to get Tristan Desolva at twenty eight good value yeah that's really
0: who I wanted for the Timberwolves and the next pick um... sorry I'm really sorry. No, you're not. No, Um, not really. No, I I love De Silva. I have him top 20 on my board. Um, Yeah, I I think that makes a ton of sense. Um, Okay, 29, Timberwolves. I really don't like who's on the board. None of these guys will get minutes next year. Um, So I'm going to take more of a long-term play. Shout out to the comments. I'm going Kwame Evans. Whole town knew that was coming, Frank. <laughs> I, I, I could be tempted by an AJ Johnson, but I, you know, can you? St- I don't mix it up I'm tired of. Up. I'm tired of
1: all of us, or I'm tired of everyone mocking um, AJ Johnson to the Celtics. We need to cut that out. It's driving me insane. I got yeah, home because
0: and... happened once.
1: No, it's happened multiple times. I feel like, um, okay. So I love Kwame. I think that's a good pick. I think some teams can be smart. It'll be interesting to see his pre-draft process. If he yeah. gets some positive feedback and then I'd be like, Oh, yep. Definitely. Boston Celtics 30. A lot of names I could go with here. So many names, so many names, almost and one of them will not be Z- of the names. <laughs> one of them will not be Zach Eady. So let's get that one in. Well, off the just board. take take no. a second and think about it. No, I already thought about it. <laughs> uh, for,
0: for what it's worth, everyone, I I, I still like Zach Eady in the first, but
1: a thirty, it, it would. Uh, hey,
0: I will say this. Uh An exact told me.
1: A Western Conference exec told me in the beginning of the year. He said, "Edie makes a lot of sense for Boston." it's like, "That's the team that I would think would jump all over him." And I was like, "Don't tell me that." <laughs> um, you know, I'm gonna go. Gosh, just you know, I don't know if I love that. Yeah, I'll do it. Screw it. Or no, I'm gonna change it up. I'm gonna draft one of my favorite guys. I'm gonna give him a guard. I was gonna draft their knight in shining armor, at Dembona. I'm gonna give him a guard, a guy that I'm high on. I'm gonna draft AJ Mitchell of Santa Barbara, six five, lefty, can score, good feel. I like it. Why? Why? Why is no one like him at no ceilings? What is the deal? Like, why won't you guys buy in? The kid's a stud, absolute stud.
0: So I, I I've only really dug through a handful of games and they must have been some of the worst games of his season. Um Because every time the shot doesn't fall and he's having like at most two assists and the shot selection is questionable. So I, I'm, I I keep picking the bad ones, Um but I, I, he has some fans. I know you've been high on him all year. So I, I'm trying, I'm going to keep watching obviously through the end of the season. Um I'm just nowhere near first round yet with him. I mean
1: I watched the game he, I think the New Mexico game he like struggled shooting it and still got to the free throw line like 11 times or 12 times for, as a point guard like the dude's a badler I don't I don't get it whatever McCaff I don't get it
0: no that's, um, that's fine okay all right all right okay well there we have it all 30 picks that was fun um, that was fun if you hated this, maybe go over to nocealingsmba.com and look at our entire team one and maybe you'll like that one a little more. Uh, because you know that that has seven, eight, nine of us going through it and voting on guys. So it, it was very different than this one, but Rucker wasn't there for that meeting. And these episodes are always a blast, especially when all of you guys are just going off in the comments. That was awesome. Uh appreciate all of you. Uh we're just we're just doing the mock draft today. We're going to push the rookie roulette with case and Wallace to next week. And we'll uh, catch up on the other stuff next week as well, including the draft stock game. Um, If you miss that, Corey put out a new updated uh, or community composite rankings over at the site. So make sure to go check that out. I will have a Devin Carter piece up on Friday. So make sure to go check that out. All of that is at no ceilings He is Tyler Rucker at Tyler Underscore Rucker once again. I am Tyler McAfee. I am at T. 11. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe, leave a review, and a five star rating. Till next time, see ya.